When talking about the college football playoffs and maybe some of the business decisions behind it, it's always great to get someone on the show who knows a thing or two about the business side of sports. Cyrus Wittig with you here on ESPN West Palm tonight. And right now I am joined by a guy who knows more than a thing or two about the financial side of things. He knows a whole heck of a lot. This is Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors, who is one of our most tenured partners here at ESPN West Palm, and he is here to share his wisdom with us and a little bit more about Transworld Business Advisors before we get going. And whether you are buying a business or selling a business, you can't just you know stick a for sale sign in the window. You need experts like the brokers of Transworld to locate and vet potential buyers. If you're buying a business, you need the brokers of Transworld to help evaluate a potential purchase and make sure that you are getting a fair deal. Transworld has more than 40 years of experience. They have sold more than 10,000 businesses. They have more than 600 brokers, and they have more than 250 offices worldwide. Again, Transworld Business Advisors, bringing buyers and sellers together. So, Andy, as I hinted at, got to start with the college football playoff where undefeated ACC champ Florida State gets left out in favor of Alabama. Andy, did the committee get this one right or did they get this one wrong? The committee is all about business and all about money. This was about money. This was about having the best show. And if anybody wants to get mistaken that it, things have changed over the years, they haven't. Here's the good news. Things are going to change. This is it. This is the last time a top four team that should have been there gets left out. Whether you believe, you know, whether you think that FSU is top four, I mean, it's very hard from an ACC team to be left out top five, you know, power five to get left out of the playoffs undefeated. Mm. I mean, absolutely have an argument. It was ridiculous. They, they, they had a significant injury, but they won their game. Yeah. So you're either going to let it play out on the field or you're going to run a business. They decided they were running a business. They were running the show. They're going to put Alabama in. It's going to be better ratings. I Listen, great for the Orange Bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, heck of a What matchup. a game. Especially depending on which version of these teams show up, whether it's the super motivated, prove the world wrong Teams. Oh, they are. You know, <laughs> or, show or the or the you know we don't really want to be here. I could see that more of on the Georgia side, but right. you're absolutely right. An, an incredible Orange Bowl matchup. Well, if Georgia wipes them out, then everybody's going to go. See, told mm-hmm. you so. But I, again, it, it's certainly unfair. But that's why we needed 12. That's why back in the old days when it was only two, when people got chosen to put be put into the national championship. It was everybody felt it was so unfair because number three or number four. Now you're looking at number five being upset that they're number five. Well, I'm sure number 13 will be feel like they're left <laughs> out a little bit less of a gripe, but it's though. less of a gripe, right? You know, you had more power to get into the top 12 than you did into the top four and certainly into the top two. There will be no, no tears and nobody playing the world's smallest violin no. or unlucky number 13. I don't think so. And to that point, Andy, I you know a lot of people said, oh well, twelve teams is you you make it too watered down. The twelfth team is never going to win it, which might be true. But I'd rather have that and have an early blowout. And also, don't forget the fact that with the twelve teams, we're going to have these 
home playoff matchups where the first round is going to be played at a home stadium. So you're going to get more of these non-conference matchups, these big-time powerhouse matchups, which really we don't see very often in college football because teams are so unincentivized to play big games. And I think you're going to get bigger games at the beginning of the season because now teams can afford to lose one, even two games, and still get into the playoffs. I think it's... And, of course, the, the kicker there, what I wanted to say is we're going to get the best team every year. The winner is going to be the, the best team, which has not always happened. And I think that's 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 worth the, worth the price of admission, if you will. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. But, you know, teams can get hot. I mean, look at the base, look at baseball. Look at the Marlins winning the World Series twice. Look mm -hmm. at... Look at uh, the NCAA tournament with yeah. Lehigh beating Duke. I mean, uh, shout out to Lehigh. <laughs> I support that. I had, to, I had to sneak it in, right? I love it. I love so, it. I but love that one. I, you know, you never know. You just, uh, you never know. It, it'll be much more interesting. Uh, like you said, great matchups, home games. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be, I mean, it's all about money. Yeah. It, 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 it does come down to money. You're seeing the money in college athletics now completely. Completely out of hand. I mean, really out of hand. Again, Cyrus Wittig here on ESPN West Palm tonight with Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They have helped over 10,000 business owners maximize the value of their company. Learn more at tworld.com today. And we talk about in the sports world all the time, a, a team bouncing back from a loss, or in this case, bouncing back from a decision that was out of their hands uh, for, for the most part. A Andy, I'm curious, you know, have there been in instances at, at, with Transworld where, where you feel like you did everything right, checked all the boxes, crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's, and, and for some reason, you know, things just didn't go your way. H how do you bounce back maybe in the business world when, when just things like that happen? Yeah, I mean, there's always uncontrolled things, and especially in a complicated process like selling a business, there there could always be that one whammy, something that comes out of complete left field. You know, like I we had a, uh, a a motorcycle dealership that we did inventory in, and then it burnt down the next day because somebody moved the machine and plugged it in. It was an old machine; it shorted out overnight. The whole place burnt down. You know, and we've had you know situations where. You know, we had a restaurant once upon a time it, that somebody got shot in the drive-thru over the weekend, oh. before, the day before the closing. <laughs> and, you know, so, I, you know, things that are out of control, you know, you have to, in business and in life, you have to regroup. I mean, look at, uh, you know, look at um, Deion Sanders at this point. Yeah. Talking about a guy that has to regroup. Uh -huh. I mean, he, he goes 0-6 six, oh six at the end? I believe, Andy, they started 3-0 and then proceeded to lose eight of their last nine. Right. So, you know, great start. I guess he proved the model that mm -hmm. he can get these kids excited, but they didn't have the staying power, right? Right. And that happens in business too. So you just have to regroup. You have to look at it. You know, I just got back from uh, strategic planning and we're planning for next year, getting ready for 2024 because we think it's going to be a great year and we, we're going to do all the planning we can to avoid those mishaps, to avoid the unpredictability. By having a plan. Talked about the, the numbers in college football getting crazy. And obviously that, that's true for TV deals and, and bowl games and every everything. But but now it's individuals as well. You know, we kick off the bowl season here in a week or so. But we've already kicked off college football free agency, better known as the transfer portal. Uh, <laughs> over 1,000 players entered the portal on Monday alone. 
And we, we've seen some great stories from the portal. You know, three of the four Heisman finalists are, are portal guys. Bo Nix went from Auburn to Oregon. Michael Penix went from Indiana to Washington. Jaden Daniels went from Arizona State to LSU. But on the other hand, I saw this stat. This is mind-blowing. 44% of players that enter the transfer portal do not wind up on a roster. So there's about a half, of, half a chance that if you enter the portal, you've played your last snap of college football. Andy, do you think the transfer portal is, is doing more harm than good? Right now it is. Yeah. But it's going to change, right? So people are going to learn that 44% of people that go in don't come back out. And people that do go in and get a new team, the grass isn't always greener, right? So they're going to see it happen. I mean, you saw Coach Rule come out and Matt Rule from Nebraska yeah. basically say, hey, you want a good quarterback, it's going to cost you a couple million bucks. Mm -hmm. A million to $2 million. You're going to have to put together the boosters. And and I think they'll work that out too. I don't think they could have held this back. I I, I think it was a, too much, you know, the the pendulum in business and in sports and everything swings wildly. So it's swung all the way one way. Now these players have this un, you know, basically unabated way to change teams and and the money is flying around. They're gonna they're gonna bring this back. And in fact, they already wanna. There's a couple of lawsuits out there already uh, where the uh, women's teams are saying that there's alleged Title IX violations at University of Oregon because NIL resources aren't being, you know, they're, they're going to have to figure this out. And Congress, they're going to sit down and talk about this. Yeah, it's definitely a Pandora's box. I, I think you're absolutely right with the pendulum swinging one way and, and it's going to swing backwards. I think what's good about the transfer portal is I, I think there's a fairly simple way to fix it. I mean, the old rule was if you transfer, then you have to yeah, sit, sit out, out of here. I think you give every everybody one free transfer, and then if you want to transfer again, you, you have to sit out of here. So... Say you go somewhere your freshman year, transfer somewhere as a sophomore. If you want to transfer again, you got one year of eligibility left. So I think, you know, just reinstating that, keep the free transfer understandable. But I think, you know, reinstating the sit out one year is is going to deter a lot of players and, and, and do go a long way to maybe fixing the problem. Yeah, and we had this crazy thing called COVID that basically gave everybody <laughs> a few years extra of of eligibility, you know, that people were tucking it in here and there. I think it's going to settle down somewhat. Again, here with Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They have helped over 10,000 business owners sell their company. So if you are buying a business or looking to sell your business, Transworld Business Advisors, unmatched in the industry, go to tworld.com to learn more. Again, tworld.com to learn more. And with the transfer portal, again, looking more and more like free agency, the, these teams want to make sure that they can get their return on their investment if they're paying one and a half, two million dollars upwards of that on a quarterback. And you know, you, you look at stats, completion percentage, and and yards, and touchdowns, and interceptions, and then in business, you look at you know balance sheets and income statements, but. When you're evaluating players, it's you got to look at more than beyond the stats, and and it's the same thing with businesses. You know, what are some of the things, Andy, that you look at at Transworld that that don't have to do with the numbers? Well, yeah, I mean, you have to look at technology, you have to look at trends, you have to look at demographics, you have to look at a lot of things to try to predict the future. Again, when you're buying a business, you're only looking at past financials because that's the simple man's way of predicting what's going to happen. Look. What happened last year? 
you know, even when you're looking at college teams, it's like, what did they do last year? How many players did they lose? And so same thing in business. If they lost big customers or if they lost a product or they lost a, a uh, perhaps a patent or some sort of distribution rights, I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen in business. Key employees can go. Mm. I mean, that's all a part of doing due diligence before you buy a business. And, you know, sometimes they buy businesses just defensively, right? Sure. So, you know, I think Facebook, I mean, when Facebook bought Instagram, they bought it as a defensive. Mm. You know, they kind of sat on it for a long time before Instagram became something different, mm -hmm. right? Because Instagram was starting to eat Facebook's lunch. So they said, hey, we got to buy this. And a lot of companies buy companies just to bury them. Andy, last thing on college football and NIL and Transfer Portal and, and all that related stuff. Then we're going to take a break and, and get into some different topics. But, again, we talked about that the, those price tags for quarterbacks, a million and a half, $2 million, and, and only that, that, that number is only, only going to go up. I feel like that's going to take make a lot of teams take sort of a money ball approach, you know, the, the athletics could never compete with the payroll of the Yankees. Like Louisiana Tech can't can, can't throw money at players like LSU can, for example. And at, at Transworld, do situations ever come up where you, you do sort of the same thing, you know, maybe take an, an alternative approach to get the desired results? Sometimes, you know, you have to think outside the box of trying to do something that everybody else isn't doing. And I look at businesses the same way. We always talk about what do you think there are out there, more bad businesses or bad business owners, right? So if you're a buyer out there looking to buy a business, sometimes you want to look at the businesses that are hurting because that might be the greatest opportunity for upside, right? Mm. So a lot of times when you're looking to buy a business, you just kind of want to look at things like, what am I good at and how can I fix this business? You know, a business, you know, I, a lot of people are like, oh, this business doesn't even have a website. It doesn't have any uh, CRM. It doesn't have any marketing uh, that's being done online. Perfect. <laughs> it's a huge opportunity. So, yeah, you want to look at those things and you want to look at uh, opportunities that might be there that other people are missing. Back to baseball. Shohei Otani is slated to sign the, the biggest deal in Major League history this offseason. Obviously, he's a player we've never seen in modern-day baseball, people talk about him being the, the modern-day Babe Ruth, but Babe Ruth was never pitching and hitting 500-foot home runs at the same time like Shohei Otani is doing. And it's something we've never seen, something we might never see again, which is, is truly something we don't get to see very often or, or say very often in, in sports. The, the contract could surpass $500 million, but w when teams look at the return on investment of that sort of deal. Andy, how, how much of a factor is the Japanese market that Shohei Otani is, is going to bring in and that extra revenue to, to offset, again, that nine-figure deal? I think it's huge. I think you're seeing that in basketball, too. I, I think you'll see it, whoever picks up Otani. Otani i got to pronounce his name correctly. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's awesome. I mean, my daughter was going to a game in Seattle and they were playing the Angels. And I'm like, make sure you don't go to the bathroom when he gets up. And he crushed a home run. And people go out to the stadiums and people watch the games and they're overseas. And, it, you know, Major League Baseball loves this. this the sponsors love it. I, I think it's a huge deal. I think it, it makes a, a huge difference. And uh, I think somebody's going to pay up a lot of money to get him. So, Andy, you've got a guy like Shohei Otani who has proven that he can be 
one of, if not the best hitter in the game, while being one of, if not the best pitcher in the game. And then on the other side, you've got the Milwaukee Brewers. And, and again, no, no fault to the Brewers. This is not saying this is a bad deal at all, but just pointing out that you give a guy like Otani $500 million, but the Brewers have signed Jackson Churio, 19-year-old who has not played in the MLB yet, signed him to an eight-year, $82 million contract with the Brewers. The The club option could push the deal to $140 million. And look, it, it could turn out to be an incredible investment. Look at the Braves signing Ronald Acuna, in 2019, eight years, $100 million. If Acuna was on the, the open market right now, he'd be getting probably $400 million. So, again, the spectrum, especially in baseball, for you know risk and, and money is, is so wide. And just equating that to the business world, you know, how tough is it to make decisions on, on business and products in the case like Cheerio? so young, have so much potential. What are some of the things you do and look at in those instances to make sure you're you're making the right decisions and and make sure your your eyes don't glaze over just with the potential of something miraculous? Right. So that's why I'm not in that game, right? So I'm not in the angel game. I'm not in the venture capital game. Trans world is in the business of selling established businesses. And it's I think it's one of the most underrated investments out there in the world. You can buy a business and get your money back in a couple of years and, you know, uh, get a huge return on a, a business that you know is already successful. You can actually go out and check out the numbers. This thing's been around for a while. Instead of some sort of venture deal inside of Silicon Valley or some sort of raising capital, I see all these deals cross my desk and my answer is the same to every one of them. I'm like, listen, this is just not my game. I don't know how people make money in these little <laughs> angel investment startups. I'm sure they do, but you know, it, it seems like a, a lottery ticket. You're probably going to, you know, lose for the most part. That's why they're high risk, maybe high reward. But for the most part, if you want to go out there and buy a solid business, we have that available. Yeah, indeed you do. Again, tworld.com. That is where you can learn more about Transworld Business Advisors, tworld.com. And again, here with the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors, Andy Cagnetta. Uh, Transworld has helped sell and buy over 10,000 businesses. They are the leading experts there. Uh, they are unmatched in the industry. Again, tworld.com to learn more. And Andy, now going over to women's sports. And look, we, we've seen the, the growth in the coverage. We've seen the growth in excitement. And it's equating to more dollar signs with, with revenue from major women's sports expected to cross the $1 billion threshold in 2024, which would be a, a an, an increase of over three times that amount in, in just three years. Andy, what do you think has been the driving factor behind the huge growth, really exponential in women's sports? Again, it's it's sponsors seeking to be seen by a different demographic than others. So that's why you're seeing the WNBA do well. That's why you, you always, and for the most part, you see stars. You could argue that women's tennis is better than men's tennis because, you know, the athletes are better, the, the competition is better, the 
They've done a great job of marketing that sport and bringing the sponsorships along and hopefully the prize money as well. Mm -hmm. LPGA doing a great job. But you're seeing these secondary sports where you're going to see things like softball. You're going to see things like you know basketball. Maybe even some other sports come up that you're uh, that are out there that you know people are looking for a home for. Speaking of you know different areas of sports and, and that continue to grow, a ton of celebrities bought into the U.S. Sale uh, GP team. The owners are tech entrepreneur uh, Ryan McKellen, his wife Margaret. The lead investor, Mark Lazary, who was, who was the former owner of the Bucks from 2014 to 2023. And, of course, more household names like Issa Rae, Deontay Wilder, NFL stars like DeAndre Hopkins. Obviously, sailing a very niche, niche, whatever you want, however you want to say that, sport. You know, same was said about pickleball five years ago, but let's be honest, pickleball is a little bit more accessible than, than sailing. And it, do, do you think this have some staying power or, or do you feel like this is one of those sports vanity buys where we've talked about in the past yeah i'm gonna edge toward the vanity buy a little bit on this one i mean i think sailing uh, uh, you know it's very exciting i've watched some of it online you know the catamarans are flying around you know uh i, I think it could be interesting to again a demographic they're looking for upper echelon you're thinking of all these kind of luxury uh, products and uh, companies to go out and do things like that. You think of the masters, you think about the sponsors that are there, very high end, very, you know, looking for that upper uh, dem demographic, upper echelon of people who are looking at those. I, it's kind of, it's, it's a little rough. I think, you know, actually there was an article and I didn't bring it up this week, but there was an article on Formula One that's had a rough time of it. They did have an incident at the last event in Vegas, but they had a hard time filling the seats mm. and they had a hard time with the sponsorships. And, you know, again, Formula One, that kind of same deal. Everybody wants to jump in on it because it's high end. It's Ferrari, it's Porsche. It's, you know, uh, you're thinking high end, um, you know, liquor and fragrances and, you know, and the, the, the whole scene, sure, but sure. I'm not sure it's really taken yet. Yeah, Andy, don't uh, don't disagree with that at all. Again, Cyrus Wittig here on ESPN West Palm tonight with Andy Cagnetta, CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. They have helped over 10,000 business owners maximize the value of their company. Learn more at tworld.com today. Again, that is tworld.com today. And getting back on land, away from sailing, to the NBA now, Andy, I, I, I think a lot of people were, were hesitant to, to get excited about the NBA in-season tournament, but the results, you know, seem to be speaking for themselves. The, the league set a record for attendance in the month of November, averaging 18,206 fans each game. And again, it's not like they changed the rules for the in-season tournament, you know, Slam dunks aren't worth three, and three-pointers aren't worth four, and it's not like North Korean basketball where I think if you make a shot in the last eight seconds, it's worth five points or something like that. So, you know, I'm curious, with the companies that you've worked with at Transworld, have there been instances where you've made, you know, a small change or a, a relaunch or a rebrand re that, you know, wasn't that big of a difference in terms of the, the product you were selling or, or the material aspect of the good, but it, it made a significant impact? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, you know, especially here in Florida, a lot of people battle the summer, right? Mm. So there's a lot of things that come out in business in the summer. 
Uh, we do sales contests. We have uh, picnics. We get together as a company. We're trying to get everybody motivated in the doldrums of the summer when it's bloody hot down here in Florida. So you see a lot of people try to change things up without really changing things, just kind of putting lipstick on the proverbial pig, perhaps. <laughs> but, you know, listen, it worked for the NBA. Good for them. I mean, they they came out with this in-season tournament. I think it was a great, you know, a great way to promote uh, because, you know, what we were talking about college football earlier is that, you know, too many people in the playoffs spells that the regular season doesn't matter. And Andy, you know, can't talk about all these sports without talking sports gambling. Uh, and Florida is going to make the move to become the 37th state, the largest uh, state to offer sports betting and casinos. And it's a slow moving, moving process. It, of course, it revolves, involves the, the Seminole tribe, but we're certainly heading that way. And, just wondering, you know, you're you're a sports fan, you're a businessman. Those things are more intertwined than ev- ever. Are you are you happy to see bettings come to South Florida? Is it's kind of like the transfer portal? Is will it do more harm than good? No, I think it's a good thing. I think betting's always been there, right? Yeah. So it's always been on the illegal side, or at least on the, you know, I can't even the White House and and people in government have football pools, and so I think it's nice to kind of see it be legal mm-hmm. and, 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 and be legit, maybe be regulated somewhat. I mean, you know, the downside is people bet with money that they shouldn't bet with, and that's always going to be an issue, but they could do that, you know, playing slots at the, at the casinos as well. I, you know, I think it's good. I think, you know, the NBA and the NFL and the, and certainly, I mean, baseball to a lesser extent, uh, but you know, football and college, you know, they got to watch out. I mean, that the influence of money doesn't hit these games where these people who are betting are going to be basically be able to influence the games. And Andy, you mentioned earlier strategic planning, looking at 2024. In terms of upcoming opportunities for, for Transworld, are you guys looking to get you know involved in the betting aspect of things in, in whatever avenue that may be? Yeah, I mean, I think we would always love to get in front. We like sports at, at Transworld. I think it's a good demographic for us. Uh, I think a lot of business people like competition and they like watching people compete. Uh, so I think it's good, and I think it's good for us to be diverse, whether it be women's sports or men's sports. And, you know, if there's an opportunity for us to get in front of those eyes at a reasonable price, you know, that's what, you know, some of the betting platforms could do. Andy, I hate to do it, but we are running out of real estate here on ESPN West Palm tonight, so I got to let you go. But again, thank you so much, as always, for your time. Such a pleasure to chat with you. If I don't talk to you again before the new year, have an awesome holiday season. And of course, as always, looking forward to our next conversation. Thanks, buddy. Great stuff, as always, with our guy, Andy Cagnetta, the CEO of Transworld Business Advisors. Again, Transworld has helped over 10,000 business owners buy and sell a company. So if you are buying a business, looking to sell your business, Transworld Business Advisors, unmatched in the industry, go to tworld.com today to learn more. Again, Transworld Business Advisors at tworld.com. Dot com.